0: All right. Thumbs up. Let's do this. Leroy Jenkins. If you don't know what that is, my bad. Anyway, uh, this is a top five rap podcast. Very no frills. I'm a very no frills person. Uh, there's, And when I say no frills, there's no artwork. There's no theme song. You people are subjected to enough podcasts in the world. So I'm not going to hold your time you know for much longer than an hour you're not going to hear from me more than once a month this will be a monthly operation i'm not doing this for money if it if i find a way you know to commoditize this and turn it into business that would be dope because i've done a lot you know for the quote-unquote culture over the years i get paid as a freelance music journalist Uh, i'm very fortunate in that regard but nothing else i do and it's a lot okay I don't even have time to go into everything I do But it's a lot I have a passion for broadcasting I've done This will now be my fifth podcast I started something called Going Radio 2008 That was basically my therapist's couch um, And it got to a point Where there were things going on in my life That I couldn't talk about on the mic uh, So I eventually Saw actual therapy And just put that show to rest uh, it, it was a good operation if you were fortunate enough to hear that i played music that i love and just talked about my life or talked about what was happening in the world it was basically twitter before twitter okay i just gave my personal thoughts on life and talked about everything going on with me and that you can't even find that on the internet anymore, thank goodness, uh even though you know that's all old material, but yeah, there came a point in my life where I just couldn't talk about uh what was happening with my life anymore um I couldn't give that to the world you know for for a number of reasons, and that was that. then I started a show called Thursday Throwbacks. This is sort of similar, but this is I'm not gonna give it away there 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 may be interviews involved with this operation. If I'm fortunate, I may interview some of the artists that I'm discussing. But Thursday Throwbacks was where you would have artists talk about either their work or not would interview artists about their work and then they would talk about an album that is near and dear to their hearts. There's a show, I'm not firing shots, but it is what it is. There's a show uh, by someone named Oliver Wang and Morgan Rhodes. Uh, I believe it's called, I don't know the name of it. It's called Hot Ones. I know No, Hot Ones is, is a chicken show. Something with hot or something, I don't know. Hot Rocks make, I don't know. Uh, but they basically do the same thing I did. And I started mine in 2015. I'm not firing shots. I'm just, if you're familiar with that show, that's basically what that is. So there was Thursday Throwbacks. I would interview people of note about their favorite music that they or just an album that they held near and dear to their heart in their career so uh notable names uh and a omari if you know who they are i don't remember what they discussed maybe stevie wonder couldn't tell you uh jametta rose if you know who she is she discussed georgia ann muldrow open Mike eagle if you know who he is there will definitely be an open Mike eagle episode of this podcast he discussed gil scott heron house shoes discussed uh dilla for like oh two hours maybe uh, a lot of if you're a dilla head you should maybe go seek that out um a lot of dope people i sat with and chopped it up about you know things that they albums that they love okay so there was that one that was the second one uh washed radio uh was initially going to be me and you know talking again Giving my observations on the world with less of the therapist couch situation. And uh, I got off one episode by myself. And then a random Twitter follower. um, I don't remember his Twitter name at the time. uh, But a guy named Timothy Wright. um, He asked, could he join? We had some chemistry and he's like one of my good friends now. Uh, Shout out him should he hear this uh so washed radio was that with him if that ever returns in any capacity it's probably just gonna be me and him uh because i feel like that's our thing i'm not gonna you know even though you know i kind of put it all together i'm not gonna do washed radio on my own now that's kind of our our situation that was number three number four was different woman different problems uh it is what it is. I can say this publicly. Got divorced in 2019. It wasn't an ugly divorce, uh, but it was—I guess you could say—a sad and disappointing situation. Um, it, thank God it wasn't ugly. Uh, I, I know people right now going through ugly divorces. I don't wish any kind of divorce on anyone. You know, positive, amicable, or toxic. Uh, it's not a—it's not a good thing. Okay, In in the words of Doja Cat. And this is something that only my friends, uh, Moles and Mel, would get. Not good. Okay, there's an infamous, uh, well, it's only infamous to like us three and listeners of rap rankings, which I'll discuss in a little while. Um, but yeah, divorce is not good. Okay. There's a clip where Doja Cat was defending herself and the allegations of being in racial chat room showing feet. And Different Woman, Different Problems was basically covering the aftermath of my divorce and my dating life and you know telling the different stories regarding who I was dating it was an interesting experiment there may be one more you know lost episode that was kind of recorded and never put out I got off maybe about three or four of those talked about a lot of women talked about a lot of my dating life it was me processing you know my new life if you will for a certain time in 2019 for a few months that was number 4 and now we're on number 5 which is fitting a top 5 rap podcast Uh, again this is not something that I'm trying to get to blow up I'm not trying to become a household name I don't care about any of that it's quote unquote for the culture it's for fans of these artists and you know God willing I will educate people on artists that if you're a younger person that you should be educated on if you will so the concept is it's called a top five rap podcast because it's it's like a catchy title i'm not throwing myself out there to say i like out of the hundreds of thousands of rap podcasts that mine is number one two three four or five of all time i'm covering prolific meaning artists that have put out a lot of music. You know, so say there's artists that have put out more than five albums. I'm gonna rank their top five albums in my book. Okay, so it's called a top five rap podcast, for example. Okay, so here um I, there are no rules to this, but a couple of disclaimers. There is a show I just mentioned called Rap Rankings, raprankings.com. I'm not going to say it's changed my life, but it's played a key role in the past year of my life okay there's such a good chemistry when i'm on and it's so much fun when i'm on that they just welcome me into the fold and i'm the unofficial or the official third member i'm on two times per season each season is 12 episodes uh you can find me on there uh moles he's been a long time i guess you could call him a friend of mine uh we've only hung out once uh you know i'm sure we would have hung out more were it not for this covid situation uh over the past year uh you know we've grown closer through the rap rankings process uh melvin birch he's a retired let's just call him an artist he was a rapper i mean was a rapper too but melvin birch was a rapper uh slash singer slash just an experimental guy i knew of him through the music I became somewhat of a fan through his, more of a fan through his Instagram. Uh, There just used to be like these, I won't call them skits, but there used to be like just these mini films where it was just like a collage of different images and you would just hear Mel's voice. And it was like, this is abstract humor and I might not fully get it, but I appreciate that he's going for something abstract. And he's a really good guy. Um, and we have a lot of fun doing the show. Okay, So i uh, mentioning them because not only is it my favorite rap podcast, but I have to give them credit with the rating system I'm borrowing. I mean, it's something that I'm the third member of. So I think I have a little bit of a right to borrow uh, their system as long as I give them credit for it. And I'm giving them all of the credit in the world. Uh, the idea of this show was not from them at all. I would never steal you know, my friend's idea. Uh, In the past, I've done a a Jay-Z episode ranking all of his catalog up until 444 uh, without the R. Kelly albums, without the Linkin Park album. Uh, Just the Jay-Z albums did that. I ranked Nas' albums and the Roots albums. The Nas episode was taken down for copyright, but the Jay-Z and the Roots, uh, what do you call it? Those episodes, they should still be on this Podbean page where you're probably listening to this from. So, I already had the idea on my own to rank top five albums. What I've borrowed from my friends is the actual rating system. Initially, it was just probably going to be on a basis of emotional, like, oh, how do I feel about each album, you know, the most. But then I just took the numerical system. That is on Rap Rankings. I'm not going to explain the numerical system. I would recommend you look up Rap Rankings on Spotify. Look up raprankings.com. And towards the beginning of the show, you can get an understanding of the rating system. But a brief summary slash breakdown of the rating system is. How much I like each song on the album. And how many songs I like from each album combined and then the average of those two put it like that so uh the most detail i'll give you is any any song i rated a seven and up that means i like it anything below a seven out of ten means i don't like it and yeah that that should basically explain how i came up with each you know system okay so further disclaimers while these will be prolific acts so far i think i have 33 episodes planned so this is gonna go maybe three years if i commit to this while these will be prolific acts some acts are too prolific for me to give a fuck about committing all of the required time to figuring out a top five so for example take someone like e40 and too short they just had a legendary versus uh, they're legendary artists i would never take anything away from them but too much music okay they've been both dropping albums since maybe the late 80s or early 90s too much music Madlib Legend too much music um I don't yeah I don't think I'll spoil something for you I don't think I would ever do a top 5 albums like that Dilla Produced Maybe maybe there may be a top 5 Dilla album uh episode or if it's just like his name is on there but there's d- the spoiler is there's definitely going to be a Slum Village episode top 5 Slum Village albums uh because you know they put out a lot of dope music but a lot of that would be produced by Dilla probably so um with no further ado let's get into it De La Soul Who is De La Soul greatest rap group of all time if you care to disagree with me you're incorrect uh if you want to say a tribe called quest a tribe called quest is my favorite rap group of all time but they had their differences uh and they you know you could kind of hear where they were going different direction i mean that happened with de la soul as well But there was, as far as I know, there was never any serious friction within De La Soul. Uh, There was was some kind of discrepancy between De La Soul and Prince Paul. Uh, Spoiler, there will probably be a Prince Paul episode like Prince Paul albums, which will not include the De La Soul albums, like just albums that Prince Paul made. Uh, But you could hear the friction between Tribe and them going in separate directions beats rhymes in life is a great album to me uh but you could hear the differences with them adding in consequence and dilla or jd at the time i like the love movement a lot uh the sixth album it's i like it but it's like it feels a little incomplete I don't think Kendrick Lamar, one of my favorite artists of all time. I don't think he belongs on a tribe album. Uh Anderson .Paak, great out great artist to me. I don't think he belongs on a tribe album. Just things like that. Droby, legend, but it felt like. No disrespect him whatsoever, but it felt like he was added in to fill the space of where. Maybe after Fife passed they just had to complete an album and they needed someone to rhyme on the tracks Um, so that album is like it's a tribe album but it's like kind of unofficial to me so that that would mean for me there were five uh, official tribe albums and I could just name them off the top of my head Uh, the order off the top of my head without even having to listen that would be Midnight Marauders for me Low End Theory number two Uh, beach rhymes and life because that was the that wasn't the first tribe album i heard the first tribe album i heard was midnight more waters but um beach rhymes and life was the first tribe album i purchased on my own like when it came out in real time so i have a lot of nostalgic value uh, for that album uh so it would be midnight more low in theory beach rhymes and life the first one, People's Instinctive Travels and the Past of Rhythm, I think it's called, uh, the Love Movement, and then album number six, which I, I'm, I'm fond of that album, but it's just the other ones were much higher, so I can do that without, without thinking. Uh, Outcast, I'm not overly invested in. Uh, they have a debatable two, and maybe three masterpieces. Okay, Southern playlisted Cadillac music. It's a classic, but it's not a masterpiece to me. I, 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 I'm okay with anyone saying AT and definitely Aquemini are our masterpieces. Stankonia is overrated to me. Um, it's it's good, but it's overrated. It's not like something that has to be discussed. Anything after Stankonia doesn't matter to me. The Love Below is a great album. Uh, I'm not a fan of Speakerbox. Okay, I'm just not a fan of big boy as a solo artist so that they haven't dropped enough for me to really be invested in you know covering five of their albums but they are a legendary rap group anyway so all of that to say daily soul is the greatest group of all time uh the most consistent the most um I would say maybe the most underrated rap group you know pastous is one of the most underrated MCs of all time I did a separate podcast ranking my top 50 MCs of all time I think Pasta News was like very high up let me look I think he's like number four or something crazy uh let's see here yeah Pasta News is number four Jay-Z number one Kendrick Lamar number two number three Nas number four Pasta News number five Black Thought even though I don't have I, I spoke about this on that show I don't have many good Encounters like I've encountered him a bunch of times in real life, don't have too many good stories, but I'm not going to take anything away from him as a rapper. Uh, so that would be my objective top five of all time, even though it's not my personal top five. I'm just rambling now, uh, but just on an objective scale, uh, that was my top five Jay Z, Kendrick, Nas, Postinus, Black Thought, and the criteria were longevity my personal taste longevity my personal taste talent and cultural impact like how much they impacted the the overall culture of hip hop meaning commercial underground whatever you want to call it so take mf doom for example and episode 2 of this podcast is probably going to be mf doom uh rp he just passed I'm not trying to capitalize on his passing uh there was going to be a, a doom episode but you know, De La Soul was already listened to and ranked. So Doom will be next month. Um, Doom is in my personal top five of all time, but he's number 39 in my objective top 50. So Pasta is number four in my objective top 50 because he has longevity. He has the talent. Uh, I don't know about cultural impact so much, but personal taste. Uh, he ranks very high in, in those three categories, longevity, talent, personal taste. And yeah, they also their first seven albums all rank on the on the rap ranking scale. They all rank from eighty to ninety-one percent. Okay, I don't remember the album club and criteria there. Like rap rankings, they go very deep. Okay, uh, I'm not gonna get into album clubs and everything on here, but just on on that scale. 80-91% to 91% for the uh, seven first 7 Daylight albums, 3 Feet High and Rising Daylight Soul is Dead Balloon, Mind State Stakes is High, AOI Mosaic Thump, AOI Bionics, and The Grind Date Okay, so what that means is the, the lowest of these 7 albums would be 80% and the highest the number 1 Daylight Soul album which I'll get to would be a 91% but let's start off with I guess no further ado. Sorry for all the talking I've done. Uh, number five, the, the fifth best De La Soul album in my book is AOI Mosaic Thump. Let's see here. What is there to say about that album? It's very good. Uh at this point, there was this was their fifth album. This was their comeback after they took a little bit of a break from stakes is high which i believe was 96 um and they came back in 2000 with aoi artificial intelligence mosaic thump what is there to say about this album a lot of it produced by de la soul a couple of dilla songs or at least one dilla song uh through your city with dv alias christ Let's see here. This was the album with Ooh uh, featuring Redman. Ooh, 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 ooh. Wikipedia says De La Soul and Prince Paul produced that song. I don't believe that uh, because he's his last De La Soul album was Balloon Mind State. Uh, let's see. This was the album with Ooh. Let's see here. I think All Good with Shaka Khan might have been a single. I don't remember. A uh, very potent album, though. Coba uh, Cabanga, Super Dave. Well, he's definitely coming up in discussion. Super Dave West um, is very criminally uh, underrated. Oh, maybe he's not coming up. Um, this album did not make the top five, but he produced a song from Aoi Bionics called "Watch Out." It's a, it's a ten. Okay, Out of one to ten. It's, it's a. It's a 10. Okay, so look up. If you've never heard uh, De La Soul, watch out. It's fucking amazing. Okay, The Art of Getting Jumped. Amazing. Um, Foolin'. Amazing. Uh, View is amazing. And these are all mostly uh, produced by De La Soul. So I think Pasta he might uh, be a, a genius at production as well. Uh, let's see here so yeah i, I like a lot of this album i didn't really uh write too many notes on this uh but it's a good album for number five and that album comes through at 83 percent. okay so i'm gonna play a snippet or a sample of i don't know let's go with Copa Cabanga, shout out um, Indeed, a dope female rapper. That was the only song I've ever heard her on uh, called "Set the Mood." Shout out her. I think she was kind of like floating around New York. Like I, I knew underground rappers that it talked about like almost being in ciphers with Indeed around that time. But I, I've never heard another song with her on there. I've never heard another song with her in my life. But uh, she's she's great. Okay, uh, Alcoholics and Exhibit on my right great. Uh, Let's see here. So, yeah, I'm going to play Copacabanga. And then I guess I'll give you, like, a minute of Watch Out as well. Both produced by Super Dave West, even though I'm not discussing the Bionics album. Watch Out is that good that, you know, I want to discuss that. All right. So, coming through at 83%. AOI Mosaic Thump Beer back. Prohibited.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, we got Daylight up in the house tonight. They just walked up in here. We're going to see if they can come up here and do a little something for us. Yo, it starts studded in here. I'm on the moon like the first man. First hand I grab is gon' get it. She all independent, but want her throat wet it. Tight from the floor to height. Uh-huh. See, I saw the night. In dream bubbles, I fiend the sea double So I sip it to my bladder buzz. You in VIP, so why you mad at us? Box stand. I'm in the world foxtrotting. Getting my to stare on. Follow my lead, girl. We, and you come over. we do it like the shout out. Just make me at the Cobra. Y de nada out. Punch 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 de Punch out. Punch la Punch de Punch out. Punch out. Punch out. Punch out. la out. Punch out. la out. Punch la Punch la Y antes seducido, up and do the biz, I style is the wild Hit you with the spell, whether you a gentile When you enter in the realm, you find me at the helm Still standing like abandoned buildings in the southern part of the BX. Can old school it like a T-Rex. You're well advanced. Connect dance with thoughts deep like Barry White's throat box. The fix you on caught was mixed, but sure a high tower. My power grants me the chicks, the clothes, the cars, and enemies that mold to spar. You won't escape no matter who you are. Yeah, bound the ground. You like that? Put their ass on the mound and introduce them to the baseball. Face tall, brag about it like teenage sex. Textbook characters getting x out. The rough draft, Rush bar autograph, the graph for left titty New York, New, New yeah, York. Yeah, we bigger than the building. Yeah. Do it for the love of the art. And the chillins, the dough. Paper mache up inside of your models. CBR bottles, we sit by your disc drive. Allergic to your sperm, broke hives. Concern about your life when you down eight lives. Top of the night, I'm up in your queens. <laughs> like, oh yeah. <laughs> Introducing the day kind on deck caught it every
0: time I step foot in the joint. The fourth best Daylight Soul album. This may be a shocker to some people, but this is a, a masterpiece. I think anything I anything 85% and up. Is a masterpiece, okay. Uh, 86% the fourth best De La Soul album is De La Soul is Dead. Let's see here, what can I say about this album? Great album, amazing album. 86% is no, you know, is nothing wrong with it, not bad, n- not at all. It's just, you know, there are De La Soul albums I have that are ranked higher. Okay. Uh, Let's see here. So Prince Paul, this was his second album with De La Soul. A lot of his personality was in these projects. And what can I say about Prince Paul? He's a legend. Uh, He puts a lot of comedy into... His stuff. If you don't know about Prince Paul, uh there's a podcast by a guy I mentioned that will have his own episode of this show. Uh Open Mike Eagle, he did a podcast called What Had Happened Was. That's an incredible educational resource for not only for Prince Paul, but if you want to learn how to conduct a rap interview, Open Mike Eagle would be your guy. Okay. God willing open my giggle will discover me Uh, i mean he knows who i am like we i met him a handful of times okay uh like i interviewed him once on the thursday throwbacks show that i mentioned and you know every time i've seen him since it's been like all love uh whether we bump into each other in public or if we're just like at the same rap trivia night pre-covid um yeah good guy Uh, I wouldn't call him our friend, but we're friendly. Like, he knows me, first name basis, you know, vice versa. I'm not dropping names. Uh, But I'm just shouting him out along with his podcast. What had happened was incredible deep dive on the history of Prince Paul, along with uh, learning how to interview. So what I was saying was, God willing, Open Mike Eagle will recognize this podcast as something of some worth and add it to his stony island podcast network I'm not gonna ask him to do that of course I would never uh and that would be an uncomfortable conversation but you know god willing if if I get to interview him for his episode and he approves of the idea that I'm working on let's do business okay shout out open lake eagle anyway daylight soul is dead like I said a lot of prince paul's personality went into this when i say prince paul's personality i mean all the skits uh just all of the comedy all of the zaniness all of the quirkiness okay this was at a point where i don't want it. i don't know i don't remember the exact year either 90 or 91 but this was at a point where you could have one genius debut album and then you could just fall off if you didn't really have what the people wanted to hear or if you just weren't you know creatively potent enough uh your second album cannot be shit and then you're just out of here okay or you know say the group breaks up or people just lose inspiration there's there's so many groups from the 80s maybe even early 90s that just had one album and we never heard from them again uh but let's see here so yeah basically this album was about de la soul proving that they were not a sophomore jinx okay that they were not a one-hit wonder and with one hit i mean me myself and i one of their bigger songs but they had to keep proving it they had to basically keep proving their worth to hip-hop and every album they I'm not going to say every album they reinvented themselves, but every album sounds drastically different from the last. Like, no two Daylight albums sound the same, whether they were the Prince Paul era or post-Prince Paul. Uh, Let's see here. So, yeah, they basically, you know, had a lot to prove. They were taken as... I'm not going to say punks or soft guys, but the imagery of neon colors and daisies you know kind of had people thinking they were taking them for a joke whether physically or just you know they were let's say they were kind of treated as happy go lucky guys okay and that maybe like oh we could push these guys around okay if you don't know that much about new york um it's still this way to a certain degree even though certain areas are gentrified But New York is very much a place where you can't let people punk you, okay? I mean, that's pretty much any urban big city, but New York definitely has an air of aggression and, you know, tough, a tough edge to it, if you will, okay? So I could see... People testing De La Soul and De La Soul having to show them that, you know, although we're from Long Island, shout out Long Island, my parents are from, my mom is from Brentwood. Uh, she and her siblings, maybe her younger siblings, uh, grew up with EPMD out of Brentwood. My uncle, which is her brother, of course, he was a friend of Craig Mack. Uh, may he rest in peace not my uncle craig mack rest in peace my uncle's still alive Uh, my dad is from roosevelt okay and he is facebook friends with a guy named ronald griffin okay and i believe ronald griffin's younger brother is william griffin and my dad and Ronald Griffin were in a band together, maybe in high school. My dad is a musician. They were in a band together, maybe in high school. And William Griffin would like sometimes hang out with them. And William Griffin grew up to be Rakim. Okay, so my dad kind of hung out with Rakim a few times. It, Hip hop is in my goddamn blood, okay? Anyway, uh, my dad is from Roosevelt. My mom is from Brentwood. De La Soul and... No, they're not from Wine Wyandanch Wine is Rakim. I don't remember where De La Soul is from, but they're from Long Island. Okay. They shout out Long Island a lot. Okay. Especially on an album that's coming up that I'm going to discuss. But coming from Long Island, you, you kind of had to prove that, you know, if some Brooklyn guys stepped to you or some Bronx guys stepped to you or some Harlem guy stepped to you, that you can hold your own. And I've heard lots of stories about De La Soul beating people up. Okay. If you go to any podcast, where De La Soul comes up and they talk about hip-hop history and shit. You're going to hear about De La Soul kicking some ass. Okay. Not only musically, but physically. Okay, anyway. um, So, these were j- this I would say this is slightly darker than... Three Feet High and Rising, which was their debut. Uh, Three Feet High and Rising was a little free-spirited, a little happy-go-lucky. okay. You know, they were kids when they came out. Okay, they were like in their maybe nineteen twenty when they came out. Um, so Biddy's in the BK Lounge. Uh, it's a masterpiece of a song. It's like a three part song, but the album gets dark with songs like My Brother's a Basshead, which is I'm talking about it. News' brother becoming a crackhead. Um, Millie pulled a pistol on Santa. Uh, this is about molestation. Uh, heavy stuff. But you know, it was, it was kind of necessary to break out of the fun happy-go-lucky shit um you know i could see in retrospect i could see them feeling like this was too much of prince paul's album with songs like who do you worship uh which is like uh just it, it's like a demonic uh skit uh, i don't know the point of it but i'm I'm very entertained by that song but it's like just with like abstract ways of rhyming like peas porridge I'm, I'm not gonna uh play any well i'm gonna play a snippet of my favorite song uh which is past the plugs Uh, that's my favorite song on that album but i like pretty much every song on the album uh which is how it got an 86 percent uh two skits towards the end fell flat but there were genius moments all throughout the album like if you don't know that much this is for younger listeners uh there's an artist called biz markey also from long island i believe uh he had a song called nobody beats the biz and the first song on the album de la soul is dead is called oodles of o's and for no reason but it sounds very dope prince paul added the nobody beats the biz scratches uh, he sampled them and just added them in the beat. The Matter of fact, I'll play a, a snippet of that right now. And I will play a little bit of past the Plugs. Okay, and then I'll come back.
1: Sister, you're getting from my bro All I is is man and once an embryo Am I solid gold? I don't cast a glow Yes, I guess it's reflex, some have no control i rather let a laughter and tally off my go Canoeing up the river or out into the hoe You just know me not, so not play the role Some in lovey-dovey, I hear clasers grow Some shake your hand, but this is called the show I was John Doe, no, I'm Mr. Jollico This with the witness of the i and O's got the world, cause O's was on tour so oh for sure, where they arose, well nobody knows what do they mean? Well, here's how it goes. Those shoots got the O's When you hold a dough, you know who you are, but they didn't know And now with respect they flex like a throw You first another nigga But now I throw Poodles and pools I'm
0: Put it in Mellow.
1: Oh, here we go again. Pass the peas like it used to say. Pass the peas like it used to say. Pass the peas like it used to say. Past the peas like they used to say. <laughs> P is past, I am known as Pasta noose, plug one to the whole race Rhyme on a tour, smart and mature Dispatch, obscure themes with a mad face Door-dark door, and lean, was once 19 Now I'm one year older with reason Clean thoughts and draws, rhyme flow never stalls. The yes, 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 y'all's the season The soul reached high plains, but reach soul train But Don don't like rap, so that won't happen Fame we don't lust, God we do trust Arsenio distance, but the crowd kept clapping
0: The third best De La Soul album is The Grind Date. Tied with the second best De La Soul album. Uh, And I'll explain in a second. Based off the rap ranking scale. Again, shout out rap rankings, my boys, Mules and Mel. Uh, A lot of great, uh, not only episodes on their own, but a lot of great episodes featuring me. Go check some of them out. Uh, The Grind Date is tied with the second best de la soul album which i'll get to in a moment and i'll explain why they're tied both of these albums are at 87 percent. okay so the grind date Uh, i want to say this was 2004 ish uh it felt very good for me it it was at a seminal uh it was it was at a crucial kind of moment of my life this album came out this was post-college for me yep october 5th 2004 this was post-college for me i'm trying to figure out my life like right after college i me i'm interning i believe in the music industry or I'm, I'm recently fired from i remember some part of me remembers playing this album uh while i'm interning so yeah i don't remember how long i was at this internship uh but you know i'm Uh, I'm not going to go into, you know, who I was interning for. Uh, We didn't really. We didn't really hit it off, suffice to say, but I was interning in the music industry. If you know the term, uh, what was it? Mix Show Power Summit. Okay, Uh, there you go. If you know of a jazz artist named Jackie McLean. Uh, I think it was his grandson I was interning for, uh, and that's all that, hence I'll give out. Let's see here. Yeah, I think it was Jackie McLean was the grandfather that the guy I was interning for. His father was also a jazz musician, and he, the guy I was interning for was just, at the time, I don't know who he is now. He was just an industry douchebag, okay, in my opinion from my experience if you will but a lot of big names came out of that office if you're familiar with uh, a guy named Carl Cherry um he's big in the music industry now uh came across him in that office a lot of a lot of names okay if you hear this and you're like quote-unquote a real hip-hop guy and you know the name Al Lindstrom came out of that office uh around the same time as me uh, a lot of a lot of it was it was a strange period in my life uh the fact that I was interning and people like Queen Latifah Buster Rhymes you name it would like just come through the office uh one time I went to a dinner and Nas and Khalees were eating dinner with us uh because they were like Khalees was like friends of one of the owners of the company it was a strange time uh and that was kind of the experience that soured me from the music industry and ever wanting to work in the music industry uh though I kind of work you know on the fringes now as a freelance journalist anyway this album came out amazing album amazing comeback album you know for this to have been their fifth album we didn't know too many acts that had five like good to great to amazing albums At that time. It's not that hip-hop was new at all. But this was still 16, 17 years ago at this point. To where it's like, okay. You started in the late 80s, early 90s. It's a miracle that you're 15 years in and still dope. But like... How much longer, you know, will you be able to maintain it? And they're still relevant uh, to this day. Like I'm not super crazy about any anonymous nobody. It I played it like twice on the second listen. It's it grew on me a little bit, but I still have full confidence that daylight soul could put out another great album. You know, should they or if they wanted to. Okay, Uh, I think they're somewhat fairly comfortable from the fundraising uh that they did for that album i forget the the exact term but you there's a term when crowdfunding i believe it's called uh when you raise money for a project they they did well enough to probably not have to record for money at this point but in 2004 it was like wow they still got it like they might even be better than ever okay so The Grind Date, produced by an all-star cast. I mean, some of the, the whole album is pretty much some of the best producers ever. Super Dave West, J Dilla, Mad Lib, Ninth Wonder, Jake One, Mad Lib, and uh, that's it. Oh, yeah, the, that was like the all-star cast. So this was kind of like an underground, you know, version of the Illmatic lineup, which was like Large Professor Premier, Pete Rock uh whoever else i'm forgetting but you know, q-tip you know th- this is a great album okay not a terrible song on here uh really and it was just shocking to see that they were not only great on top of the beats but they were great you know from every perspective i mean they, they were great with the beats that they chose on top of you know they still had it rap wise It sounded like new, fresh energy, like they were still very hungry, like they were still kind of grinding for their uh, recognition, if you will. Okay, The Future is a great song. A Verbal Clap is probably what I'm going to play a snippet of. That's a 10 for me. Much More. Amazing, both done by Dilla. Shopping Bags might be the only song I don't like. Uh, Shump is the bonus. Uh, song so you, you gotta include it but I'm not crazy about that one the rest of this project though is pretty much amazing so uh, come on down with Flavor Flaves doing ad libs and just having it's, it's a very fun song it pays homage to a a breakbeat song called last night change it all uh, you might be familiar if you've heard Ghostface Killer the Pretty Tony album there's a song called last night very similar uh, sample. Spoiler, there will be a Ghostface episode definitely in the future of this show. Uh, let's see here. Just uh, just amazing. Not really a weak spot on this album. I'm going to play a snippet of Rock Cocaine Flow. Now that's R.I.P. Doom Always. Uh, again, he's going to be episode number two uh and a snippet of verbal clap you know if you've never heard any of these albums go check them out but number three uh was the grind date be right back in the
1: five-star telly saying two mic rhymes speed up average mcs of the times unlike them we crap gems so systematically inclined the pen lines without saying the producer's name all over the track yeah i said it what you need to do is get back to reading credits read the medics alphabetically stuck on that The top of the key for three villain Been on in the game as long as he can really swing Turn the corner spinning Bust that ass and get up Dust off the mask, crawl a laugh, give him a head up he got jumped, it pumped his adrenaline. He said it made him tougher than a bump of raw medicine. To write all night long, the hourglass is still slow. Flow from hellborn to free power like Lil Cole. still owe bills. Pay dues forever. Slave use when it comes to who's more cleverer. Used to wear leather goose feed with the fur collar. And charge the fee for loose leaf. Words for dollar, you heard holler. Broad or dude, we need food. Teams for sure, the streets all seem rude for fam like the partridges. Pardon him for the mix up, battle for your Was Gave you the bomb So how you gonna hate us? We creators of the East Coast songs If you ask me, i tell you there's no comp And I'm still humble even though I will crumble home Some call them songs I call them words from me They take bone to cook So some feel free in saying that we don't hunger for beats Now that we are not hungry, just picky in what we eat Keep food off the mind and keep weight off the body All you gotta do is keep my name out your mouth And stop frowning like you hostile You know that it's a booger rubbing up against your nostril, nigga How you figure you can play this rap game without the Backbone, It's the old Dave. Wonder why? I give it what you like. Hey, you prepare yourself for the neutron, bitch. This is '86. Let that neo rap go. We present these flares to put fire to your ears till they smoke like rusty exhaust pipes. We run mics. Let Sean run the math marathon. You raise that money, son. We raising these kids. Get claps. Curtains closed. staves left. Up the stamina, baby, brace of breath. SAT, look smart. Part say low can light tone. Street niggas get grown. Acquire more proof before you get proof. I get some shells sent over two your mic booth. Excuse my delivery. But when peace don't work, see this peace going work. Cock, aim, and shoot. It's the constitutional right to bear arms. Arms and bear hands on mics. Make fans unite. Woodstock and white folks involved. Black man, get on your jaw.
0: Number two... De La Soul album of all time is stakes as high, also an 87%. Okay, but it gets a higher ranking than the number three, which is 87%. Because on the rap ranking scale, more songs means a greater margin of error or a greater chance for messing up. So if you excel in that regard, you know, that means you have more songs that were just as good as on some level uh the average of you know the more songs is you know higher quality or yeah more enjoyable it's more enjoyable if you have more songs that have the same rating as an album with less songs if you will stakes is high it's it's a love letter to their era and their time of hip-hop And it's full of resentment for what hip-hop had become in the era of, let's say, the Trackmasters or Diddy, who were, you know, sampling hits and not being original, or they were pissed off about Wu-Tang. I mean, subliminally, you know, they were pissed off about Wu-Tang taking on Italian nicknames and you know people talking about jewelry and there was a point made on the Open Mic Eagle what had happened was that show that I mentioned where Prince Paul said that De La Soul and kind of especially uh, True Boy which is Dave uh, they were they were Arrogant, arrogant guys. I mean, I get the sense that they might be humble, you know, towards fans if the fans approach them with enough respect. But on the mic, they're very much like, we're the shit, and the shit that we're on is the shit, and like, we're just superior. I mean, they are superior in a lot of ways, but they don't hide the fact that they feel like they're superior. On the mic and a lot of that came out I would say that came out in this album more than any other album but yeah the album is a, a love letter to hip-hop it starts off you know with people talking about when they first heard Criminal Minded uh, again this was at a time when things were going left with hip-hop um, they were no longer pr- with Prince Paul so it's, it's like they took everything more serious than ever it's almost bitter uh, it's a dark album on the business, uh, well, there's a great opening line. I speak divine of God theory. No need to stay high. Always exhale effects because I don't inhale lies. That's a hard ass line from True Boy. I mean, like so, some of the album is rated high for me because of nostalgia. Uh, it's one of the more keep it real albums. You know, very much a them versus us moment. I, I believe that. Not even I believe I know for a fact that Nas's "It Was Written" came out the same day, and this was a pivotal uh, just moment for the culture. You either chose "It Was Written" or stakes is high. Okay, they came out on the same day, I believe, June second, nineteen ninety six. If if I have the dates uh, correct, but either June or July second, nineteen ninety six. Don't quote me on that. Uh, Shadow Dart Adams should he hear this. Don't get mad at me for, you know, getting the dates wrong and shit. All right, I'm just going off the top of my head. And it can be argued that this might have birthed uh, what led to, you know, the eventual Soul Quarian movement, where it was like we're just, you know, trying to take music back with R&B and hip-hop and, you know, the fucking Roots, Things Fall Apart album, which came out in 99, I'm sure they might have borrowed some inspiration from this album, Um, just this album laid the, this album drew a line in the sand, where it was like, okay, you're either fucking with De La Soul and... You know, you're with us and we're taking the shit back or you're on that bullshit. You know, I was a fan of the Benjamins. Okay, I, I was, was in the bad boy. Uh, they seem to have some resentment towards bad boy and Diddy. Okay, even on the grind date, which I already discussed, there's a line where True Goy goes, we run mics, let Sean run the marathon talking about Diddy. Yo, raise that money, son. We raising these kids okay um i mean it's it's a dark album in some spots okay dog eat dog sounds like sad and defeated um if you're familiar with the song Den and it i like that song i don't remember which one was first but around the same time large professors i just want to chill came out and it's almost an identical beat Uh, very similar beat uh, to to the point where I want to say like Large Professor might have like ghost produced this song or what have you uh, but very very similar uh, beat between those two and you know Stakes is High is I would say one of their trademark songs or one of the songs that defines not only De La Soul but I would call this Dilla's breakout moment a lot of people I mean it's common knowledge that Dilla did that beat but he was very young he was like in his early 20s when he did that and um yeah that album was 96 Dilla passed 06 and he was young as hell when he passed he was like 34 35 maybe when he passed or maybe 36 but he was young as hell uh when he produced Stakes as High okay a whole decade uh, prior. And that was his breakout moment. I mean, it's a dark album, okay? Dave was like. Pre- Dave was like policing woman sexuality. Um, what did he say? I'm sick of bitches shaking asses. I'm sick of talking about blunt, sick of Versace glasses, okay? I wonder how he feels, you know, at this. Pivotal point 20 some odd years later about, you know, Megan Thee Stallion and whoever else, the city girls and, you know, all of these Cardi B, you know, what he might not be a fan of wet ass pussy. Okay, of that song. Okay, he really might not fuck with that song. Maybe I don't I don't know any of the man's business, like family life or anything. Maybe he has kids that like like the song. Maybe they've softened him up a little bit. I don't know. Uh, but at that point, he was not fucking with what hip hop had become. Okay. Whether it was Woman Shaking Asses in Music Videos or Little Kim and Foxy. I don't like uh, the, the Baby Baby Ooh Ooh song. I believe that was the Jazzy Fat Nasties. Uh, they had a Fat Man Scoop feature. I feel like that was like a parody of Hot 97 culture. And I get that it was a parody of Bad Boy, but that's like one of the songs, one of the few songs that I don't like on this album, so I'm gonna play snippets of my two uh my two two of my top songs on this album, which would be Strong Island Degrees and Stakes Is High. Uh you should be familiar with with this album if you're a De La fan. If not, again this is an educational thing. Go check out De La Souls music. Okay, so here goes Stakes is High, and I'll be back with my number one uh daylight's all I'm of all time. Hi.
1: We be talking about God. You know them things is high. We be talking about God. Focal point bringing damage to your borough. We uh-huh. some brothers from the east with them beats that be thorough Got the solar gravitation so I'm bound to pull it I gets down like brothers are found Ducking from bullets Gun control means using both hands In my land yeah. it's all about the cautious living uh-huh. Migrating to a higher form of consequence Compliments, Compliments. A struggling that shouldn't be notable Man, every word I say should be a hip-hop model. I'm sick of bitches shaking asses I'm sick of talking about blood Sick of Versace glasses Sick of slang Sick of half-ass award shows Sick of name Sick of RB bitches over bullshit trap. Oh, Cocaine and crack, which bring sickness to black. Sick of head rappers with they sickening raps, claps and gaps, making the whole sick world collapse. The facts are getting and even sicker, perhaps. I <laughs> stick to push to make a bundle to escape the cement. <laughs> a strong island for real, where the critters run wild. The prefig. 516, the top of the dial Flew the L.I. Sound From the villa down under And across the globe I heard a lot of folks wondering So when's it coming Cause the stakes is high See big money to wage Don't put the pen to my page And ain't nothing wrong Standing still or relax And spending some of that cash That Uncle Sam is gonna tax A New York demeanor Slid back in the Beaver With nothing to lose But some gas and some minutes Ignoring the gazes Cause stars don't get petty And that trash They talk is just New Year's confetti it's like that jar But that's all got to change. Like some of my own people tend to act strange. I'm baking the scene and I am serving with the capabilities. So set it at an island of green. The strong island for real diagnosis. One six with microphone swing for voices that got the gift, because the world is on the shoulders. Making plans to switch from little rock to money boulders. The wheels proceed, my girl stampede from Nubians, acting like Columbians selling kids. Characters has tendency to car itself. And thinking East Coast is only New York to Philadelphia.
0: Alright, finally, my number one day soul album of all time is not Three Feet High and Rising, and it's not AOI Bionics. Uh, the albums after the grind date. Are not top five material, but they're, you know, they're they're solid. Okay, for the most part. The number one De La Soul album for me is Balloon Mind State. And I didn't realize that it was my number one De La Soul album until I did this ranking. That is also Open Mike Eagles number one. That is also, I believe, Chris Rock's number one. That is also Dave Chappelle's number one. So again, open my eagle. Should you hear this? Shout out to you and your career. Uh, hope 2020 has been better than, you know, what you detailed on your 2020 album from 2019. And I hope you have a great 2021. And should you want to do business with your boy? Uh, I'm not going to send this podcast to you or anything, but should it come across your radar? I'm putting you on the spot right now. Give me a shot, you know, with the Stony Island situation. Anyway, Number one, uh, Balloon Mind State. Their most abstract album by far. Uh, This was the third album they did with Prince Paul. Uh, Maybe the best singles uh, of their career. If it's not this album, it's probably Stakes As High for having their best singles. Stakes As High singles were... Stakes As High, It's So Easy, and Maybe The Business... Um, I don't remember but uh, this is their most abstract album by far maybe the best singles between break of dawn and ego trip break of dawn I I believe is like a 10 for me perfect song ego trip is like a 9 um introspective they were growing up after de la soul is dead uh they were taking life a lot more serious in my opinion the best de la soul album ever recorded Is probably i am i be uh but it's an album you know full of live horns from james brown's uh saxophone player i believe maceo parker uh and i don't want to say fred wesley some other people uh involve you know the jb's i believe that was the name of it um you know the fun of this show has been ranking the albums now that i'm older going back and revisiting these albums ranking them and seeing how they hit me now i would never expected balloon mind state to be my number one daylight album but it really is okay so um with that i'm gonna take it about out of here uh for the day you know there's a whole again there's a whole open mike eagle what had happened was episode Dedicated to balloon mindset, where you can, you know, do a serious deep dive into this. I'm just trying to give you brief, 60 to 90 minute podcasts where I talk, place, play a little bit of music, talk about my appreciation for these albums, and talk about where they rank in the top five of these artists' careers. I've already spoiled it. Next month will be MF Doom. You can look forward to. That hopefully February 1st, I'm going to try to drop the first of each month, the first of January. You know, everyone's morning doom and because we got the news New Year's Eve and, you know, the seventh isn't too much later. So I'll be I'll try to be back with the MF Doom episode for number two, uh, hopefully February 1st. And I'm hopefully going to drop March 1st april 1st for april fool's day may 1st june july you know for a couple years i'm gonna to try to drop the first of every month so again shout out rap rankings uh, Moles and mel for giving me the for loaning me i mean i didn't get their permission but you know I've, I've borrowed the rating system even though this is my own idea outside of the rating system and shout out anyone who listened Spread word, pass it around. I'm not good at marketing myself. Uh, there probably won't be enough demand for a Patreon to be set up. But if you heard this and you enjoy it and you want to contribute a little bit of appreciation, I'm at From Old Harlem on Cash App. Uh, the same, if you know my Twitter name and you know my main Instagram from old harlem f-o-r-m-o-l-d-h-a-r-l-e-m with a dollar sign behind it it's not that complicated there's a place called harlem new york which is where i'm from it's now gentrified and i'm from the era even though i've lived other places you know the place i call home where my parents still have a home is 80s and 90s harlem that's my roots and shit okay so again uh dollar sign from old harlem i'm gonna try to figure out at some point within the year how to get this on spotify and how to you know get more options for you to listen to this but for now it'll just probably be pinned to my twitter and you can just go to the podbean page and you got a lot of content on my podbean page okay so enjoy Uh, I'm going to take it about of here, though, with, fuck it, I'll give you the two singles, snippets of the two singles from Balloon Mind State, Break of Dawn, and Ego Trippin'. Have a good day, and tell a friend to tell a friend. I don't really care about Twitter followers. Uh, I'm not doing this to become famous or anything. I'm just giving something to the people, okay? But my Twitter is from Old Harlem, should you want to follow me. But don't follow me if you're a goddamn weirdo, okay? I have no time for the weirdos in 2021. Peace. I'll talk to y'all in a month.
1: Ego Mercy. Mercy. trip. Ego trip. Ego trip. Mercy To make you jump Because I'm head knees bound Tired of the merry-go-round and around And everybody's talking about your stuff funny But they're still telling lies to me I got the trees in my backyard And it's hard for them to tell a lie to me And who's the foot? I'm the foot But who's stepping? You know where I'm stepping Skirts play with it cause I'm slick like that I'm the greatest MC in the world You got to give me, give me mine Cause I'm heavy when I weigh it Watch the way I say it Ego trip. I changed my pitch up, smacked my bitch up I never did it The flavor's being buck, But brothers ain't getting it Get it? Or else you're a gonna When I rolls over You're gonna have to wanna Lamp Cause it's the Chattanooga champ Taking a train Taking a train Taking a train Taking a train, taking a train, taking a train, taking a train. Now I'm something like a phenomenon. I'm something like a phenomenon. Well I'm the hourglass cat. Drug it out of jack. For chill. Cause I spilled the phenomenon. Pack the holes in my lawn. Got girls in my song, word is born. I'm a living phenomenon. Oh one two, oh one, two. Oh one two, oh one, two. Break it down.